Hello and welcome to the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. This podcast is designed to empower you with the knowledge to live a healthy and happy life, to banish the years of yo-yo dieting, heal your relationship with food, make lifelong changes to your health by learning evidence-based nutritional techniques with self-compassion, mindfulness and behaviour change to feel more accepting and confident both in your mind and your body. We'll likely be adding a little bit of feminism, some sass and some humour along the way. I hope you enjoy and thank you for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of the Nutrition with Rebecca podcast. You're joined by me, your host, Rebecca, and of course, as always, my wonderful sidekick, Edith. I hope wherever you're listening to this, you're having a wonderful day. Now, today I want to talk about something that really can impact our overeating and something that I genuinely believe isn't given enough traction in the fitness industry. The fitness industry is still so consumed by calories, steps, macros. And you know, whilst there's a place for that, when we're looking at long-term health, when we're looking at well-being, when we're looking at sustainable fat loss, healing your relationship with food, there is a myriad of different things that we should be investigating, especially if we're falling into overeating patterns, emotional eating. And one of them I'm going to talk about today that perhaps you haven't thought about, but especially as millennials, in fact, any generation, you've probably at some point fallen into this and you're going to resonate hugely with this. And that is your association with rest. Now, rest isn't just lying on the sofa watching Marvel or Moana, you know, if you know, you know, (laughs) but it might be and that's okay. Being able to fully disconnect your brain and shut off is a form of rest. And if you need that, I do recommend every single Avengers film because they are absolutely phenomenal. However, it's not the only form of rest that we can take that can help us show up as our thriving human self. And a lack of restorative actions can actually impact your relationship with your body and your eating habits in a negative way. And I hear so often from clients, um, from people I've worked with previously, or just chatting, you know, in in general population, things like resting makes me anxious. Um, I feel guilty for stopping. Um, I find it really uncomfortable to sit and rest. I feel like I should always be doing something. And I'm sure, again, you can resonate with some of those or, or maybe you've got your own sort of narrative around rest in um, a very negative way. And it's your belief around rest that can be a trigger to overeating if you struggle to sit with yourself, with certain emotions, certain feelings and things like boredom. And overeating can be triggered by what we associate with output So many associate output with our worth, doing as a way to validate. This therefore can impact our ability to rest and relax. And feelings of relaxation can bring feelings of loss of control, uncertainty, and many dislike rest, not because of the rest, but because of these feelings because it feels uncertain, because it feels like you're losing control. And remember, control 
feeds very much perfection, which can corrode the very part of us and does actually corrode the very part of us capable of change. However, the avoidance and lack of rest impacts further on our mood, our energy levels and our behaviours. The body needs to rest and when it isn't met, it can be sought out in overeating or loss of control with food. You see, you struggle to sit with rest because it feels uncertain and it feels unfamiliar and you can't sit with those feelings. So instead of sitting and resting, we fill that void by overeating or we fill that void by constantly pushing and doing more then our energy is shot, our mood is really low, then we spiral with more overeating. And lack of rest can also be related to exercise, fear of taking days off as an example. And when we consider law of diminishing returns, you get the vast amount of your output from the first first one to three workouts in the week. And then after that, it starts to drop off. So you actually inhibit progress by not resting so that isn't beneficial at all if you're considering exercising for muscle growth for health for your body for anything training and exercising seven days a week is not beneficial at all and actually you'll find that it impacts your energy again it impacts your performance impacts your injury it impacts your recovery impacts your mood. And then what do we do? Fill a void with overeating. And like I said, the achievement association with output for others. So always being like the yes person. Yes, I'll do that for you. Yes, I'll do that for you. I resonate massively with that one, especially being in a larger body. I was the person that said yes to everything because it was a way of me validating my worth because I thought people wouldn't want to be around me because I was a bigger person and I wasn't attractive because I was a bigger person. That was my internalised weight bias. But it was also then me being an avid people pleaser, (coughs) excuse me, by doing things for other people as a way of trying to increase my self-worth and increase how I felt in myself and then lacking the ability to rest, lacking the ability to do anything for myself, falling into overeating patterns. And there are actually seven types of rest. And likely, listening to this, you aren't practicing enough rest and it could well be impacting your eating habits and behaviours. So the seven types of rest, we've got physical rest. And that comes in two different forms. We've got passive and active. So passive rest can include napping or sleeping and active physical rest, maybe engaging in activities that you find restorative such as getting a massage, dreamy, yoga, stretching, bit of Pilates. And then we've got mental, spiritual, emotional, sensory, social, and creative. So again, it is not just sat on the sofa, watching your favourite movie, watching Marvel, watching Avengers, watching Moana, whatever. It's not just doing that. And I think too often we fall into to the path of thinking, oh yeah, well, I'm getting enough rest because I'm sat there now just watching a movie for one evening. So let's explore them a little bit more. The mental rest. So you're struggling with focus, your quality of work, you're very reactive 
and you you struggle to give your brain a break. It's really important that we're giving our brain a break. That mental rest could look like meditation, getting out in nature, getting some fresh air, and just having some stillness. So thinking about how many times a day do you come back to just some stillness? Where you're sitting in your body and maybe just focusing on your breath. Getting out in nature, just standing outside for five minutes without doing anything. Just looking around. Spiritual. Connecting with something higher than yourself. Like volunteer. Religion. You get a sense of purpose. Again, meditation. Emotional. Being able to process your emotions. Giving them space. Journal. Speak to your friends. And there is an infinite amount of research now around those who struggle with low confidence and low self-esteem. Actually journaling and recognising all of the challenges that you have been through builds on your self-confidence and your self-esteem and it helps with emotional regulation, helps with emotional resilience, emotional understanding. Sensory, big one. (laughs) Unplug from this external stimuli. How many of us now are constantly on our phones? And I think I get um, an update every Monday on my phone. Like, you spend five hours, 45 minutes on average on your phone. I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. And I mean, okay, yeah. A lot of my business does come from technology and I have to be very active on that. But with that said, I do sleep with my phone downstairs. I do have Do Not Disturb on for the majority of the time. And actually, Do Not Disturb, having to take that off when I'm I'm getting an important phone call does make me feel anxious. I'm like, oh gosh, how many times is this phone going to go off? But turn off your phone. Like try indulging your senses with oils, sounds, soft clothes, like putting on a candle. I sit at my desk and I have like things that I've collected from holidays and I usually have a candle on as well. Social. Social connections can energise you or drain you. So there's two sides of this. Social rest might be connection with others, but it might also be time alone. And I think that's not spoken about enough either. And that time alone could look like taking yourself for a, a delightful oat milk latte. Or it could be Meeting your girlfriend, boyfriend, anyone, parent for an oat milk latte. And I think it's striking the balance between how much social connection you get and then how much you need time alone. Like I'm an introvert, I am, and I enjoy time on my own, but I know that I can become very much an introvert and then isolate myself. And I know sometimes I have to push myself out my comfort zone and be like, okay, I need to go and see some friends now. And creative rest. So reawaken like your inner soul. Wander inside of you and walk in nature without your phone. Do some colouring. Like Chris and I, for so long, did adult colouring books. And you know what? I was so immersed in them. I loved them. Lego. Like do some dancing. Do some writing. Read a fiction book. Fiction books are so amazing for things like this. So then it's now exploring how much rest do you regularly take in these seven areas? And it's likely you're listening to this thinking, Christ, not much at all. And if you're constantly tired, constantly feeling drained, 
it's likely that you need to rest more in all of these seven areas. And we look too often to find the best supplement because you're tired, exhausted, or a belief that it must be something to do with your nutrition, so you're going to go and get your blood tests done. But in reality, of course, if you are getting blood tests done, wait to see what your doctor says first. (laughs) But in reality, it's likely that you aren't getting enough intentional rest because resting feels somewhat out of control for you. It feels unproductive. And when you do rest, you struggle to sit with the discomfort, which can then lead to this overeating and these maladaptive coping strategies. And there's a really, really cool like equation, should we say, intentional work plus intentional play plus intentional rest equals your thriving life. The equation needs to balance for the relevant outcome. Too much work, not enough play, not enough rest, not a thriving life. Not enough work, too much play, not enough rest, not a thriving life. You have to be able to strike the balance. And for a lot of you, that means coming out of your comfort zone, stepping into a place of unfamiliarity and actually acknowledging that you're not getting enough rest in these seven areas. And it's not just banishing your people pleaser, but it's working with that internal critic to get you to a place of comfort where you're acknowledging the importance of rest. So a few questions to ask yourself if you're listening to this and resonate so much with it, which I'm sure all of you do. How much rest do you regularly take in these seven areas? What stops you from resting? What stories or thoughts arise when you consider rest? If rested, how would you then show up in life? Get curious, journal on these, see what comes up. Rest is not a luxury. It's essential to our well-being, to support your health and you living a thriving life. And then reframe rest. Rest is crucial to your overall well-being. It's a necessity to living in line with your values, increasing your productivity, supporting your mood, your energy, your performance, your goals and living a present life. If you're constantly exhausted, constantly drained, coming into your body now and coming into these misbeliefs that you may well hold and working through those to allow yourself the capacity to rest, to then show up as the very best version of yourself. And there's that really cool like analogy that people use in the fitness industry, isn't there? That when you go on an aeroplane, they say to you to put your own mask on before you put other people's masks on. And that means that when you're putting your own mask on, that you're there for those around you who need you. If you haven't got enough rest, you're not going to be there for those people who need you, which is then going to impact your values because I'm sure a lot of you value things like connection, love, family. If you're not getting enough rest, you're not showing up to those values in an optimal way that serves you. And when you're not value aligned, that comes with maladaptive coping strategies also. So journal on it. Go into those questions. And if you're listening to this thinking, do you know what? I would love some support on this to really get out of the rut with my diet, get out of the rut with my emotional eating, heal my relationship with food and my body 
and be able to do things like intentionally rest without the guilt and shame attached to it. It's exactly what my coaching does. I will link my coaching details below. And as always, my inbox is always, always open. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day.